Welcome to the Vault Podcast. Classic music reviews presented by IV Creative. Now, here's your hosts, B. Cox and the crew. Greetings and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Vault Podcast. Classic music reviews presented by IV Creative. It's a perspective of the classics from a fresh point of view. We appreciate you for taking your time and lending your ears to our perspective. You could be anywhere listening to anything, but you're right here with us, so we thank you. With you today is yours truly, B. Cox, and lo and behold, we got them back together again. Joining me today are none other than the crew, my boy, you know him well, the creator and host of Raw Sex Podcast, Dominique Marks, here in the place with us once again. Y'all can make sure y'all check out Raw Sex every Friday. Make sure y'all go and follow them, of course, on social media. He's a great follow on Instagram, also on Twitter, where he's dropping nothing but real and raw facts. And make sure y'all checking out the show and following. As we always say on his show, support is free. It's 100% free, so make sure y'all supporting that show and checking out Raw Sex Podcast and following Damo and all we got going on there. And as well, joining us here is my boy J.O. in the place to be. Guys, it's been a while since we've gotten back together. I appreciate both of y'all for joining me. And we want to give a shout out to the fans out there, stateside and worldwide, for continuing to show support to this show. Y'all make sure that y'all are going to vaultclassicpod.com. Once again, that's vaultclassicpod.com. Go to our website. There you can check out all of our reviews. You can leave a review yourself of the shows. You can also go there, check out all the catalog. Our store and merchandise store is up. Everything from hats, t-shirts, hoodies, tumblers, pens, iPhone cases, chargers, whatever you can think of, we got there in the merch shop. So make sure y'all are on vaultclassicpod.com to check it out and hit us up. Of course, you can get to all of our social media channels there as well. Once again, that's vaultclassicpod.com. As we always say here on the vault, our motto is hashtag open the vault and hashtag nothing but the classics or MBTC. And today, fellas, we're going to go back 25 years ago and we're going to go to the debut studio album of none other than the late great big pun Capital Punishment released on BMG, RCA and Loud Records as well as a part of Fat Joe's Terror Squad Productions. It was released April 28th, 1998, with a runtime of 71 minutes and 53 seconds. The producers on here, Big Pun and executive producer, as well as Fat Joe and Matt Life, a long list of producers that worked on this. Juju from the Beat Nuts, Rockweiler, Nobody, VIC as well from the Beat Nuts, Domingo, Young Lord, LES, RZA, Minnesota, Danny Owen, EQ, Showbiz, Mike Zulu, Frank Needy, Nomad. All these folks worked on here as producers on this. So definitely a committee approach for the production on Big Pun's Capital Punishment. The singles for Capital Punishment. The first single, I'm Not a Player, released in August of 1997. Still Not a Player, featuring Joe, released in March in 1998. And You Came Up, released in August in 1998. Big Pun's Capital Punishment. The late, great Christopher Rios, of course. So, guys, here we are. Big Puns, Capital Punishment, 25 years old. Definitely have some memories about this album. This was during a time when I felt as though, well, to me, I always felt like 98 held a special place in hip-hop because of where it stood in regards to the eras that it stood in between. Just going to talk a little bit about Big Pun and Capital Punishment, and we're going to go ahead and get right into it. First Thoughts and Reflections. 
So first thoughts and reflections. We'll go ahead and we'll start with you, Jay, with Big Pun's Capital Punishment. So what did you think at hearing Capital Punishment and things from it 25 years ago and in the time that's passed since then? What is your reaction to the album since that time? I can't believe it's been that long. Yeah, so like when I first heard Pun, I think it might have been a single like during I'm Not a Player and sounded real refreshing and all like that because I mean like you were saying before, like 98 was that time like it was a new, it was a bunch of like new people like coming up on some more lyrical tip, but then, you know, we were still kind of like reeling from the depths like Pac and Big, you know what I'm saying? It was like it was kind of like a where do we go from here type of moment. Mm-hmm. So it's like we was like just starting to come out of that, and then like really getting back to like real lyricists, in particular like East Coast Punk came out. You know what I'm saying? Supposed like a smooth drink, but he was sounding lyrical as shit on there. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, plus he's out of Fat Joe's camp. You know what I'm saying? Off top, I thought he was nicer than Joe. Still think he's nicer <laughs> than Joe, but that's another conversation. <laughs> um, so, but anyway, I like think we all drop. know he nicer than Joe. I think Joe know he nicer than him. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but see, I, I, mean, I ain't trying to, go, I ain't trying to go that rabbit hole on that. One. <laughs> Some other stuff I heard, but stop right there. All right, there we go. <laughs> you know, I heard he took. I mean, that's the reason he got nice after he passed because he took his rhyme book or something like that. But I ain't gonna go there. God mm. damn it! Oh wow, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. Allegedly. 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 There we go. All right. But but nah, like the album came out, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I was just like blown away. Like, you know what I'm saying? The first thing that came to mind was with the intro where they used that drink from Fresh with Chuck was going like Spider Man go down. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm like, that was clever as shit. But then going on and on, like, you know, he wasn't like a one trick pony, so to speak. So, like, you show he was making like, he was kind of well-rounded, had, like, lyrical joints, street joints, like, joints for the women, like, you know what I'm saying? Just, like, a, a complete package. So, listen to it now, I mean, still holds up. You know what I'm saying? Only, my only, I don't even want to say really a gripe about it. I just wish he didn't have as many, like, guest appearances on there. You know what I'm saying? Mm, okay. Like, like it would have, like, he would have had more of a chance, like, showcase his style, especially knowing now, you know what I'm saying? He's no longer with us, so. Yeah, true. I mean, that was that was my only, like, gripe, so to speak, about it. Indeed. Yeah, a lot of guest appearances on here. Just to talk about some of the guest appearances, Fat Joe, as we mentioned, of features course. on a couple of ones on here. Cuban Links, Terror Squad, also featured on this one as well. You also had guest appearances by the likes of Inspector Deck, Prodigy. Also, you had Black Dot on here as well, Miss mm-hmm. Jones. Wyclef. <laughs> we'll talk about Wyclef in a second, though. And then, of course, on some of the skits, you had the featuring of Funkmaster Flex as well, who is a BX represented himself. So we'll go over to Damo. Your reactions on Capital Punishment. I know that we definitely talked about this at some point in time at the lunch it's, table. So It's, fu- it's funny because I was just listening to this album about a month ago when yeah. I was driving back from Florida. I think I tagged you. Okay, yeah, you did. you did. You yeah, did. I was like, oh, yeah, this is the mother... Sometimes you gotta put this one on just to just to get that nostalgia again. I'm like, hold on, I haven't listened to this joint in a minute, mm-hmm. and that's when you know it's a classic. When you it's been so long, you will like go back to like, let I me mean, listen to this joint again because mm-hmm. you know some albums don't have no replay value. Like None. you heard it one time and you will never hear it again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like after that week went by, you're like oh yeah, it's never know. It comes to your mind. I'm like, oh, let me put that joint on again, mm-hmm. and this is 25 years later, and you go, oh yeah, let me put that joint. Oh yeah, I haven't listened to that joint in a minute. It might have been a couple of years, but hey, let me throw that joint on. Yeah. But yeah, it definitely was a lunchroom. Top Emmanuel used to bump this joint. Yeah. This motherfucking CD joint all day. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, let me put this album. Let me see what the hell he's talking about. Yeah. Besides the single. I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He got one. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, back then, you know, the source. Mm-hmm. 
the source always with the mics. They did give him five mics on the source, didn't they? Nah, it was four. Four mics. He got four mics in the source. In the source. Nah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, but but definitely for that's somebody making it. Yeah. Definitely for having a debut album, a four mic debut is definitely was, something yeah. that makes people perk up to be like, hold mm-hmm. on now. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely I feel like what you were saying, Jay. I think back then features was the thing back then. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Of course you got had the R niggas wasn't singing, so they got the R and B singer and Joe seemed like he was he was the one back then to go get for a good a good R and B hit. You put him on there, it's a hit. Yeah. <laughs> and that worked, man. That that thing with Joe, that thing with Joe, I think was probably a surprise that I think many people thought that it wasn't gonna work as well as it did, cause that's a song, man, that twenty five years later still is a jam, bro. Like it is, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Mm. Definitely in the club too. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent club Joe right there. Mm-hmm. Hundred <laughs> percent and a great video to go along with it too. Mm, yes, so, it yeah. was. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know the skits. You know them skits is hilarious as hell, especially when he got the two Spanish. I think that's what got me in the Spanish Joe. Mm-hmm. No Joanno, no Joanno. What the thing tonight, Joanno? <laughs> Hold on, I like how that sound. Hold on. <laughs> That's wild, man. The skits were definitely wild. Yeah, goodness. Yeah, man. So for me, my first reaction is like the first song that I heard Big Pun on was Off the Books with Beat Nuts. And it was like that verse he had on there. He stole the show, leading it off. And that 16 bar verse absolutely killed it. Of course, I'm tapped in. I want to know more about him. The first couple of singles you get is the first, the original, I'm not a player. And then the still not a player with Joe that caught everybody's attention. Then I went ahead and took the leap. Then I copped the album and brought it to school and then definitely brought it to make sure to discuss at the lunch table. And I wasn't disappointed. Lyrically, it was all I expected and definitely more like listening to it. I really was like, yo, this dude is almost like the second coming of G-Rap, like stylistically. And I think you and I, Damo, talked about this when we talked about G-Rap's four, five, six, when we reviewed it a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. is that you can see the influences that G-Rap had on a lot of rappers back then. To me, I think stylistically, there was not a closer match to him than Pun. And you got a stylistic approach with g-rap and then also personality wise i felt like he was also the second coming of biggie like the skits the humors Mm -hmm. the way that he was with Mm -hmm. the ladies it all kind of matched up but what really got me into being a pun fan as you mentioned damo was his performance on the deep album cuts like you get in here the singles are one thing right but then you get into the deep album cuts and you get into the depths he's able to go into some of these tracks like you're not a killer and beware and also even on songs like punish me and on glamour life like you being able to see how deep he's able to go and the depth that he has in each one of those rhymes it's like some of the stories he told in some of this like the traits that you have of the greats and the production really to me it was all done by committee you heard all those producers that produced on this album i thought while the production wasn't spectacular i thought it did the job and it held up because when you have somebody that is a lyrical beast like pun it is really hard to be able to have production to be able to hold up unless you got the greats producing on your album and they are at, at the top of their game. So I felt like, okay, we got the perfect mix of everything here. You got a dude who lyrically nice as fuck. Stylistically, he's smooth and also got a little cachet with the ladies. He can make different type of styles of songs. And then you got production that sort of meet in the same level of where those songs need to go. This always stayed in my rotation. And I want to say there hasn't been a year since this album came out that I did not play this joint at least once during the year. 
And that's what you said, Domo. That tells you the true tale of something that has some staying power and replayability. So that's what got me into Capital Punishment. And ever since then, I've always kind of marveled every once in a while. Matter of fact, there is at least once a year since then, Jay and Domo, that I've sat there and I've marveled at a different verse from this album. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whether it was pun or one of the one of the features on here. So mm-hmm. that just goes to tell you the kind of staying power that this album had. Highlights and lowlights. So we'll go to highlights and lowlights, and I'll go ahead and start with you, Damo. So what about your highlights and lowlights from Capital Punishment? There's a lot of highlights to me. Of course, you get the singles, Super Lyrical or Black Thought. <laughs> that is a super highlight. <laughs> a super highlight the way they was going back and forth. Like I might whenever at home, I might have listened to that joke like three times. Yeah. I was like, hold on, what'd he say? Let me go back here with the, Hold on, now nah, what did he say though just now? Hold yeah. on. What the I said, oh yeah, these mugs getting it right here. Absolutely. Um shoot, him and Fat Joe twins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Him and Nori. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's capital. Of course, you know, punish me, mm-hmm. punish me. Of course, you know, I could, I could feel him in that job. I was like, oh yeah, these motherfucking baby mamas ain't shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I already knew that you would you could be able to relate to that joint. I said, God, that, but it's funny how he just threw that one in there out of all the shit that's going on. I said, Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Damn, this nigga got range in his jump. Absolutely. The, the low light to me is the Wyclef jump. Really? I don't like I can't do it. You can't at you all. don't you don't like I it at all? I can't do it at all. Why not? I I don't even know what it, I can't do it. I don't know if it was a low light then. And mm-hmm. then my taste has changed now to where I listen to something like, oh, maybe I just don't like Wyclef like that. I don't know. Maybe, I, <laughs> maybe I'm like J- Jay with his uh, hate for who that, that he hate so much. <laughs> oh, Crucial Conflict? Oh. <laughs> 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 I thought it was one of the motherfucking uh, Wu-Tang members that you hated. Oh, but nah, not so much Wu-Tang. Nah, that's probably me talking about some, it's, I'm not I a can't fan. remember. We haven't been together so long, but Jay oh. had a hate for somebody. So we're like, oh, he on it? Uh, yeah. Nah. Yeah, but was yeah. Master, I would say Master. Nah. Master Killer. Well, definitely me with Master Killer. I'm not a fan of Master <laughs> nah. Killer at all, bro. I'm not. <laughs> but yeah, it, that's, that's, that's to me. That's just me. Yeah. That's the low light to you? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. Okay. Well, Jay, what about your highlights and then your low lights? We're gonna, we gonna overlap with this segment, man. But um, definitely the twins joint because that deep cover beat is like probably one of my top five beats ever. Mm-hmm. And I ain't getting to the lyricism up right this second, but yeah, super lyrical. Mm. I like the I'm not a player version more than the still not a player, maybe because I heard the still not a player on the radio so much, but mm-hmm. still, yeah. it's still a good joint. I mean, the singles don't say they smack. I like the capital punishment, parental discretion joint, mm-hmm. love to punish me joint. Oh, and um, I don't think Dama mentioned the, the, the rain and the sun. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, that's getting like, yeah, the interlude, yeah. Oh, the dream shatterer, like, cause mm-hmm. he he blacked the fuck out on that dream. Like, yeah, he like, did. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess those are like my highlights, but um, low yeah. lights. Mm, not even so much a low light, but I mean, going back to what I was saying about the um, the dream, the rain and the sun. I wish Pun would have spit on that dream, made it like a full length song. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, that be just so damn beautiful, yeah. Like, yeah, especially if, like you know, what I'm saying ride through the city, like you know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying listen to that yeah. dream. Yeah, it has that feel to it. It does. Yeah. It does. Uh, that was produced I, by Dan Perez, by the way. That that song. Yeah, that's surprising. I'm like, damn, they going mm-hmm. like that. Like, yeah. And I kind of could feel what Donald was saying as far as low light, a low light with Caribbean connection, not the whole song itself, but. Mm-hmm. Could have done without Wyclef, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think I don't think anybody's really been checking for him lyrically. 
That's crazy. I don't, I, I don't know if somebody had had the, had had the whole DC like the bear smoking crack line like slam. Mm-hmm. It's been damn. It was like damn near ten years since that shit had happened. Like even at that point in '98. Like yeah, I know. Let it go, dude. That was a little bit of a cheap shot, but hey, I mean, yeah. it's it's when your mayor does something like that, it's <laughs> you gonna be a running joke for everybody. I think I kind of came to that realization a long time ago, mm-hmm. and it's been thirty years since that happened. But so yeah, when you make it's caught doing that, we ain't like you yeah. don't one out them. <laughs> yeah, like best when it's when you get caught doing it exactly. Yeah, yeah. so man. So, so my highlights, um, lots of highlights on here. Um, we sit there. I love the way that the whole album opens up with Beware and that sample with Prodigy on the hook. Super Lyrical is a rarity where you have two MCs that match a level that is very rarely seen in the game. And where you see an MC like Black Thought completely go wild on the track and then it's almost like it's an afterthought as opposed to what pun did now <laughs> you could talk a lot of people sort of argue who has the better verse and performances on there you could argue for either one but for me for my money i'm gonna go with pun and i'll explain a little bit later on when we get to notable quotables that's a spoiler alert um, the single's still not a player, and I'm not a player. I do agree with you, Jay, about the I'm not a player, the original one with that Gamble and Huff mm-hmm. sample. I do like that, and I think there is some some value in that version of the song. But one thing that I didn't hear either one of y'all mention, and I love this, and it's probably my favorite song on the album, is You Ain't a Killer. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that I was right in between the pack and the mac and the back of the act, part one and part two ones to f- to follow up that part one with that as the as the song that followed that up and his lyrics on there i mean he had some of the, like we talk about the quotables during super Liter- lyrical and dream shatterer but some of the quotables in you ain't a killer i was just like my goodness like you talk about elite mcing that is elite mcing i did like of course you came up you gotta love you came up man uh that that's the feeling of that song where him and nori and during that time when Nori was getting ready to drop his debut album and on the tailwinds of that Capone Noriega joint from the previous year, um, I do love Tres Leches, though, with Prodigy and Deck, man. Great, great MCing on there as well. Another one that I like that is a sleeper track for me is Boomerang, produced by VIC from Beat Nuts. Getting into a couple other ones, Glamour Life to me I thought was okay. I actually like Caribbean Connection with Wyclef, man. I don't think, well, again, Wyclef is not an elite MC, but I thought spitting-wise he did a pretty good job. He didn't seem like he was completely out of place with the way that the track sounded. And, I mean, it's not a top, top highlight, but I thought it was serviceable on this album. But other than that, man, skits are funny. Um, you know, especially the 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 ones you talked about, Taste His Choice with the two Latina joints in there and the Flex joint where he's doing the radio interview where they was tripping out. But, yo, really, really good album. You talk about, like, the production on here. I also got to agree with you, Jay, that Parental Discretion featuring Bust at the end of the album was good. But, yeah, man, awesome tracks on here. Dream Shatterer, of course, was crazy. The the opening tr- lyrics on there, like, I shattered dreams like Jordan. Like, come on, dude. Like, <laughs> right when Jordan is in the midst of his second comeback where he was shattering, shattering dreams left and right. So, yeah. It, it definitely has a lot of highlights. Not really a lot, a whole bunch of low lights for me. If I do have to say there was possibly a low light, I wasn't really a big fan of Capital Punishment, the actual track itself. But, you know, I mean, it's I mean, it's not something that I would say take it off the album completely and throw it in the trash. But other than that, though, lots and lots of highlights out there for me. Notable quotables. So we get to notable quotables and I'll start with you this time, Jay. What notable quotables do you have from Capital Punishment? 
there's so many, but um, I'm going to go ahead and get, up, get started with one. We all respect what I'm saying, doing super lyrical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, my man came on the joint like, and I'm sorry if I stutter over this joint, but like, yo, my murderous rap, verbal attack is actual fact. Tactical tracks match perfectly with graphical stats. Half of you lack the magical dap of tragical rap that tackles your back and shackles and laughs at you. That's a mathematical madness I'm on. The savage is strong, the marriage of bond of havoc and song. Like, yeah. It just kept going on and on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and um, I gotta shout my joint like um from Twins, like mm-hmm. we all know the line with it. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course, it's the one of the most memorable lines on there. But go ahead, it said, dead in the middle of Little Italy, little did we know to be riddle so middle then then who didn't do diddly. diddly. <laughs> and, man, I know people back there hated that joint too. Yeah. That's what, what tripped me out though. Like, yeah, but that's that's crazy though. Yeah, <laughs> and Joe had a Joe said he had a there was an interview he was talking about when Pun spit that loud the Bama sat there set up and was like hold on what this nigga just said like, <laughs> yeah that's crazy yeah that should just say it up here um the general um the dream shatterer mm-hmm. he was like yo I shattered dreams like Jordan assault and batty your team your squadron to be bought from rap like Adam Lee from the garden. I'm carving my initials in your foyer every night before you bid. You see the BP shine off the board head. Yeah. <laughs> it's more, but I don't want to take up too much yeah. time that y'all get to it. But yeah, I hear you. He went off on that journey. He bro. did. Like, he definitely did. Dama, what about you? Any notable quotables? Man, it is too many. <laughs> this don't really was too. Hey, I'm telling you, I was scratching my head. Mm-hmm. I ain't even going to lie. I was still looking. I was like, yo, what the hell? Because it's too many on it. Of course, we can go with super. It's so many in super lyrical. You, right? Yeah. It's too many. Yeah. But I, I sat there. I said, you know what? I'm going to have to settle down on one of them, on mm-hmm. one of my favorite tracks on here. I guess I said, you know what? I guess I'm going to have to go with You Ain't a Killer. Mm, okay. okay. And, it, and I'm going to just jump in the middle where he says, I'll leave you lost, mount you on a cross, whip you like a horse, mm. sacrifice your life to a higher force. Then mm. I stump your corpse. It's the Bronx, of course. Recognize the accent, one of the last living, still in action, general assassins. Yeah. Catch it in Iraq, blast it in any text, smash it in any chest, pass it in any test. Charles Manson in, in the flesh. flesh. <laughs> I say, yo, what in the world? And then he quit hit it with the, at the end of the, when it, almost at the end of the joint, he said, you know, hey, you... In the storm, waking up in the storm like Anita Baker. I yeah. said, "Oh shit, yeah, Damn, yeah. Fun. ridiculous." Hey man, <laughs> I was like, "Man, it's so sad." He left us too early, man. Yeah, yeah. I told people, man, you ain't a killer. It's probably is definitely my favorite track on there because I think lyrically he probably like the depth of those rhymes and those bars. Like, I'm just gonna get into my first notable quotable, and I'll go into a part of that first super lyrical verse. Is when he gets in. And says, this mask was on as if Picasso laced you. There's lots of hateful skeletons locked in my closet of my castle at gray school. I'm possum at gray school. That's why I have to debate you. My raps are mm. like cable slashing your face. You that's how a master degrades you. I'm battling Jesus. If he battles through my label, I'm snatching his halo. God, I pray that you bring my father back as an angel. What? <laughs> you, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what? This Bama said my raps are like Cable, like Cable, the villain from Marvel, slashing your face, you, that's how a master degrades you. Then he says, I'm battling Jesus, if he passes through my ha- label, I'm snatching his halo, God, I pray that you bring my father back as an angel. Wow. Ridiculous. Like, when I heard that joint, I think I stopped and rewound it like four or five different times. Those particular, like, those bars right there, like, wow. 
That is crazy, man. Around that time, bro. Yeah, just really <laughs> blessed. Goodness gracious. Yes. Then uh, going to You Ain't a Killer, and Damo sort of stole some of my thunder, but I'm actually going to go to the third verse on You Ain't a Killer is when he says, Bad decisions kept me out the game. Now I'm strictly out for cream, doing things to fiends that doubt you ever dream. My team's the meanest thing you ever seen. Measuring to the heaven's kings, down to the devil's mezzanine. Like... <laughs> Yo, like, how how do you conceptualize shit like that in your mind, dog? Like, measured by the heavens, king down to the devil's mezzanine. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I said the exact same phrase at least like ten times Mm. off my first listen to this album, bro. Yeah, (laughs) crazy, absolutely crazy. Yeah, wow. Goodness gracious, man. Then there's another verse on uh, Lyrical there as well when he talks about some, I split the jugular vein, snatch your Adam's apple, John Madden tackled your corpse, then horse it on the course at the tabernacle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Crazy, man. There is, I would say you would be very hard pressed any album that we reviewed on this show to go to see there's so many different lines you can quote to be like damn we could literally probably do a whole podcast on the quotables just from this this album probably yeah. you know what i'm saying absolutely so I, ridiculous. it was so hard i was going through i was like man yeah when i clicked on the thing i said oh they about to do this album I yeah. said, hold on let me i said i just listened to this couple of weeks ago so yeah. i skipped past like I didn't have to listen to Super Lyrical because, you know, like I said, I listened to it like five times on the mm-hmm. ride, ride up. So I, was, so I was like, oh, that's that's fresh there. I'm still, I said, let me go over right here. I said, I said, damn, this motherfucker, it is too many. Too many. Too many. Way too many, bruh. Way too many. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. But you know, it's some people who like, yeah, baby, more than this album. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Get that one. No way. I do mm-hmm. not get that one no, at all. That. At all. I See, said what? Anybody who says they like that probably heard that album before they heard Capital Punishment and they fell in love with the the, the stylistic that he guess he switched up on on Yeah Baby, but there's no way in the world. This joint isn't even in the same universe, bro. It's not. It's not even all. the same galaxy. Like, no all. way. I don't even like Yeah Baby. Neither like do that. I. It was, a, Neither. It, was let, it was a letdown for me. A big letdown. Absolutely. That's, that's one of the joints you talk about. You know, so you listen to it one time and listen to it again because that's what happened with me. Yeah. I was like, damn. Spend my hard earned money on that shit. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, man. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely lots of quotables and lots and lots of quotables. Final verdict. So, getting to the final verdict about this album. So, we'll get into it. Do we think it's a classic? Do we think it's essential? Do we think it's a dope album, just good, or probably okay? So I'll go ahead and start with you, Damo. You mentioned it earlier. Are you sticking by that? It's a dope album, classic. I said classic. <laughs> 10 for 10. Yeah. <laughs> Above the 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is probably be for, for us real hip hop heads. This will forever be a classic album. Yeah. Jay, same for you. Classic, classic, thousand times a classic. Yeah. <laughs> no way around it. Yeah, same thing for me. It's a classic album. It's an album that when you talk about lyrically, in this portion of the decade is probably something that won't be matched. Um, on this side of Biggie and G-Rap and Rock Kim and KRS-One is as good as any other album you can think about. And 
25 years later, we're still talking about the quotables and shaking our head. Like the quotables now would come out today. It would still blow a lot of people out of the water. And that's just showed you how far ahead of its time. He definitely was man. So pun gone way too soon, man, but definitely a performance on here for the ages. We want to talk about something. If they had a hip hop hall of fame, a performance and you go and you put something in the hall of fame, a performance, like, you know, they would say like during certain games, Oh, this certain person's Mm -hmm. Jersey from this game went to the hall of fame. Yo, mm-hmm. Pun's book needs to go in the Hall of Fame from this album mm-hmm. in the Hip Hop Hall of Fame when it's done in 2024. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. So Capital Punishment by Big Pun. Make sure y'all go check it out. 25 years old this week. Go hit us up. Let us know what you think on social media, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. Let us know what you think about the album. What are your memories from it? Do you agree that it's a classic? Let us know. We love to continue the conversation. And that is going to wrap up yet another edition of The Vault. Please make sure you are visiting us at vaultclassicpod.com. That's vaultclassicpod.com. There you can learn more about the show, check out our past episodes, join our mailing list, leave a review, or if so inclined, you can leave us a voice note. Click the blue microphone in the bottom right-hand corner to leave us a voice note to let us know what you think about the show or to just show us some love. To support the show, click the coffee cup shaded in yellow in the bottom left-hand corner to access our Buy Me A Coffee page. On Buy Me A Coffee, you can give a small monetary donation to support the show to ensure that we can keep the vault open for many years to come. You can also visit us on social media at Vault Classic Pod on IG, Twitter, and on TikTok. Also hit us on YouTube and our Facebook page. Like and follow us on social media. Subscribe to the pod and the YouTube channel. We do it here all for you. We appreciate the support. And if you have a friend, tell a friend and make sure that that friend tells a friend. Always remember to keep your headphones on and your music loud, but not too loud. And as we close, we like to remind everyone to dream big because dreams are the basis for creation. Always create, motivate and elevate because you were never destined or created to stay stationary or ordinary in this life. And on that note, we say peace. Thank you for listening and coming into The Vault. Please subscribe and visit us at vaultclassicpod.com. That's vaultclassicpod.com.